What's up, people? Hotep Jesus. We back with another sharp conversation with Hotep Jesus. As you already know, I'm a three-time tech startup co-founder. Four technically. Still working out kinks on that last AI company. We were dealing in deep fakes. So look out for that. Um, Wazo AI, camera vision, analytics, and security. Shout out to Jazzy. Our first major investor committed to 100K to get that thing jumped off. I had a meeting with the team today. The UI looks amazing. The new UI looks absolutely freaking amazing. Yes, it's no longer uncomfortable. Uncomfortable Conversations was taken by a million people on Apple. So it's now called Sharp Conversations with Hotep Jesus. Shout out to Reanimation in the chat. Um, but yeah, Wazo, great things are happening there. If anybody wants to make a serious fat commission, um, this is a great opportunity for you to sell a great product. Um, get in touch with me and uh, we'll get you scheduled with my team to have a demo, run you through the capabilities of we, what we can do. But basically anything that goes in front of a camera, we can analyze. For example, there's a lot of people that need to be COVID compliant so we can do things like social distancing. Uh, we can do things uh, security wise. Uh, we can do animal detection, license plate detection. We can do path tracking and a whole bunch of other things um, with the uh, AI analytics and then provide data. We can even uh, 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 analyze genders <laughs> and tell you how many women came in your store, how many men came in your store, uh, what kind of shirt, what kind of clothing they were wearing, potential ages and a lot of other things to optimize the retail space. We can do a lot of things um, in the warehouses space. So sometimes we need to know our employees wearing their masks or um, our employees um, idle. You know, it's a lot of things that we can do as far as tracking the employees of a business to make sure that things are running efficiently. As far as safety is concerned, your employees uh, might slip and fall. We can do fall detection. There might be a spill. We can alert you immediately if there's a spill or some kind of, um, you know, something falls off a shelf we can immediately alert you. But there's a whole bunch of things that can happen. Also, CoinBitsApp, CoinBitsApp.com. Uh, we are the easiest on-ramp into the Bitcoin world. It's only a dollar per transaction. Um, one of our users over the past week boasted that his account was doing, was performing much better than his 401k, and I fully expect it to. You know, 401ks aren't exactly the best investment vehicle. Um, I think there are a lot of people they're forced on, but we're not trying to compete with the 401k. We just want to introduce people to Bitcoin. And I think a safe thing to do is invest five to 10% of your wealth, at least in Bitcoin uh, and get, a, get, to get some uh, investment exposure uh, to cryptocurrency. And we're looking at adding some coins in the future, but for right now, we're just want to make sure that the uh, product is great. Uh, we added a new feature uh, over the summer where you can just set an amount, you know, if you want to invest $10, $20 and just set it and forget it, it'll automatically invest that. And that's the best way to do it. Dollar cost average, you know, buy a little bit uh, each week over time and, and let those things stack up, stack those sats. And of course, shout out to Simone, uh, founder of Jiffetize, my partner, an iPhone app. Great for content creators, empowering all the content creators and grifters alike. On the Twitter platform, allows you to download GIFs and videos from Twitter. Uh, iOS, I'm sorry, uh, Android version is in the works. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify or even YouTube, please subscribe. On Apple, 
please leave a review, five star review. Tell them how badass this this podcast is. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. Oh snap, my homie's in the building, Kia Kelly. What up, homie? He's a great illustrator. Anybody, drop your link in the in the box, bro. Um, if anybody is looking for a graphic designer, illustrator, man, he's he's the freaking man. Um, great, great, great to have you here, Taylor. Great, great to have you here. Uh, with us today uh super chat sir bubba hotep 499 says shout out to steph for keeping kwanzaa hotep hotel and bi- hotep and build <laughs> oh yeah noah roberts 199 super chat he said power out but i couldn't miss this my man we got an epic conversation today we are speaking with the incomparable the notable <laughs> the infamous <laughs> the real estate guru Hey man, I don't even know if that's cool, but <laughs> <laughs> Stefan Grant, what's up, my brother? How you feeling? I'm doing well, man. Can't complain. How you doing, man? Life is absolutely freaking amazing, man. Absolutely Indeed. amazing. I apologize. I didn't exactly set your name. I think it's fixed now. Let me just make sure. I just want to make sure your name. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's fixed now. It says your name around anything. So that's all good to go. My brother. We've been in contact. I think me and you linked up uh, in Miami, mm-hmm. I want to say like four or five years ago, right? Yeah, probably about like four years ago now. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, I don't spend a lot of time reading the timeline. I go to the trends. I go to my mm-hmm. mentions and I log off. I can't be, you know, social media gives me anxiety. I'll be honest. With you. Oh, bro. Yes. <laughs> same, no, 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 seriously. Same though. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I'll be cussing people out. So I try not to spend too much time on there. I get my message out and I bounce. But mm-hmm. I've watched your journey over the years. Beautiful to watch somebody to be. Um, yes, this is live. Beautiful to watch somebody grow in, in this space. But the first thing I want to hop into is, you know, there's one thing that connects you and I. Um, mm-hmm. I, I. I am what people would call a half breed. But you are <laughs> 100% Jamaican. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Born in Jamaica. Born in Jamaica. Yeah. What part? Montego Bay. Mo Bay. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. That's that's resort country. Yeah, it's, it's resort country. It's uh, it's the second biggest city in Jamaica. I mean, very touristy. Uh, but also, it's kind of, it's getting kind of wild right now too. It's kind of like the new Kingston in a lot of ways. But yeah. What do you mean getting wild? Like how? I mean, so uh, the last few. I mean, well, here's the thing. First thing I want to say, because I mean, I gotta be politically correct and on point and very patriotic. Um, Jamaica is a beautiful country. It's been making rapid advances on economic and social levels, like especially over the past couple of years. So big ups to that. Um, but so one of the things I want the reason why I say it's kind of a new Kingston is because Kingston has been known for its crime and violence and whatever, whatever else. Mm. And like I was in Kingston last year and for the first time in many years, I was in I was in Kingston and I felt like, yo, like I could move back home and be comfortable. Like that's how that's how forward Kingston is moving. Um, and things are moving forward in Montego Bay as well. But I mean, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the kind of scamming thing going on right now. So you got that happening. Scamming and like, how? So like swiping uh, like in New York? Oh, so not really. So it's kind of different, right? So what they'll do is they'll get like a call list of like a bunch of old folks, right? Elderly people in America. And they'll tell them like, yo, like you won the lottery, right? Like you won a like, like million dollars or something like that. But to get the million dollar check, you got to pay like a transaction fee of like 50 bands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it, isn't, it isn't funny. I, I shouldn't laugh. But it's, you know it's, it's like the Nigerian scam. 
Yeah, basically, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's like the whole new millennium journey. So you got to send like a $50,000 $50, transaction fee to get your bread. And like these folks will send their pension or social security or whatever, send it to Jamaica and like you know, 50 bands gone. But then like folks will hit the same folks like, hey, so we got the first payment, but we're still having a little bit of issue. Like hit folks up two, three times, bro. Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> seriously. seriously. <laughs> I so, feel like if you fall for some shit like that, you need to just be donating to Jamaica. Man, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you should just take the L and say, you know what, my dumb ass, you, you, the person that scammed you out that money deserves, it. and you Basically, deserve like not they, to have that money. In my bro, personal they, opinion, like they got to work for that. I mean, like they put on American accents, like it's, oh yeah, it's deep, it's deep, brother, it's very deep. Man. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I got family still down there. I got a brother through, um, not blood brother, but you know, my my parents support. A Jamaican mm-hmm. kid down there, nice. um, and he just bought his first house, wow. uh, I believe in Mo Bay. So it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 not as familiar with Jamaica probably as you are, but I'm mm-hmm. probably way more familiar than the average person in America. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, so the scamming stuff is happening. I mean, you're gonna get that where you have poverty, you know, right? Yeah. But I mean, but here's the thing. I mean, so that's happening. But even beyond all that, what a lot of people don't know is that. Jamaica actually had and might still have the number one stock market like on planet Earth, like the number one performing stock market, right? So that's the first thing. Really? Um, you got a lot of, yes. Like you can you can look this up. Like blue, like we were on Bloomberg, I believe the head of the financial sector or something. I can't I can't remember her exact title, but they like let her uh, ring the bell down at Wall Street and like the whole nine and like yeah, like Jamaica is doing very well in on that sector. I believe um one of the uh, the fastest countries, if not the fastest country, paying back our IMF debt um way ahead of schedule. Um, the, 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 the currency is holding very strong. We're, we're currently building what will be the biggest port in the Eastern hemisphere or in the Western hemisphere, straight from here, like literally from here to, or from Jamaica to the Panama Canal, it's a straight shot, literally. So where, where Jamaica is located, just, uh, just, just, you know what I'm saying? Geographically, it's perfect. I mean, and we're, and we're an English speaking nation. So Jamaica's future is very bright. Of course, we got a couple of things to work out, but Jamaica's definitely on the move, man. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I know there's um Dudas, you know, is is uh has been a problem and you know, mm-hmm. some some other violence, but I think you're gonna get that with any so called yeah. third world nation. But the island's beautiful, the people are beautiful. Definitely. Um I think that Jamaica's problem has been similar to Africa where you got the Chinese and the French and the English mm-hmm. come and buy up some of the natural resources and some of that stuff doesn't trickle down back to the people. Yep. And um during my father's generation, uh there was a brain drain. Are you familiar with the brain drain that they do? Oh, bro, what you mean? If you if you want to go straight to the socialism sucks part of the conversation, we can. You know let's just hop right to that. <laughs> fast forward, you know what I'm saying? But I like, I mean, listen, man. Folks talk about democratic socialism like it's the remix and it's this new thing. But here's the thing: a lot of folks don't know is that in a lot of ways, like Jamaica experienced that first, and the intentions were positive, which is what I believe a lot of them always are, right? But Jamaica experienced democratic socialism firsthand and we paid a very vicious price for it. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it's a real thing. Can you can you expound upon that point? So I believe the prime minister was Michael Manley and yes. the son of Norman Manley, right? So mm-hmm. um, I mean, like one, and this is the irony of, of, of socialism in a lot of ways, because all of the socialists that I know personally I love them dearly. They're all great people, my homies, but they all paid. They're all very well paid. Like they're all, you know what I'm saying? Like balling for real. Like one of my, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they got bread, you know what I'm saying? So Norman Manley, I mean, Michael Manley is a, is a prototypical that sense of like, 
his father was Norman Manley. They came from a, a, a wealthy kind of like mulatto, you know what I'm saying, family in Jamaica, right? Especially in those times. So he was wealthy, educated the whole nine, right? So, but his whole thing was, I'm educated, I'm wealthy, and, but the but our, our country's struggling and our people are struggling. How can we kind of even things out a bit, right? So his philosophy was, well, we're gonna nationalize everything. Well, a lot, a lot, a lot of things, and it's gonna be free education, which I mean, which in a lot of ways was actually dope because I mean, it, it boosted the literacy rates. So, I mean, like there are benefits in certain aspects, but there was a brain drain because I mean, the taxes and, and, and just different things that, that went along with it had people like, it doesn't make sense for me to build my business here and to stay here and, and, and live here. So they took their businesses, they took their ideas, they took their, their, uh, their world-renowned Jamaican work ethic and, you know what I'm saying, around the world. So, I mean, and here's the thing about it, there are, there, as sad as it is, as weird as it is, there, there are some benefits to that because, I mean, Jamaican culture and our people have spread around the planet literally everywhere, it, a lot of ways due to that, right? And like, wherever Jamaicans go, like we make a name for ourselves and, and, and we have a very positive reputation. But I mean, I would have loved for a lot of that, that in that innovation, that ingenuity, that that progress, a lot of that to stay in Jamaica because a lot of that trickles down. Whether I'm saying everybody isn't a, a, a an entrepreneur, a thinker, or whatever, whatever, right? But they can benefit from those who do these things and build these things, right? So I wish Jamaica had a lot more of that. We are getting a lot of that more now, but yeah, man. So that was a big part of what kind of had us off. And matter of fact, let me backtrack a bit. Okay. A lot of people don't know is that. In the 60s, Jamaica had the number one rising economy in the world. Mm. Like faster than America, stronger currency than America as well, right? Oh. And this was in the 60s. Like, like we were, I mean, we had, we had uh, natural resources, tourism was booming. Like we were literally, bro, Jamaica's history, I mean, we could talk about it all day, but like we, we, had, we had the first, we had the first uh, like lit, like electrically lit hotels, the first like cross country trains. Like, yeah, bro, like we had, like we had electricity in Jamaica before America had it like widespread in a lot of ways. And I'm saying like, yeah, it's real, it's very real. Yeah, so. And, and, and actually like double check that. Cause I know, I know, I know, I know your followers be, you Negroes when you think <laughs> <and> that. <laughs> so double check me, it's something close to that, but yeah, man. <laughs> We was we was Tesla, nigga. We was Tesla. <laughs> look, you want to get real whole chat? Hey, look, back in Kemet, we had, you know what I'm saying, flying helicopters and well, look, man. <laughs> he was Kings though, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. I mean, we got helicopters on the on the I oh, yeah. Know. It was like, yeah. We, ain't go, we ain't gonna go there. We're man, our spaceships. We ain't ready. <laughs> we ain't ready, but let's talk about like what happened to mm -hmm. cause some of the downturn from that prosperous moment in the 60s, right? Mm -hmm. So I think you're contributing a lot of that downturn to socialism, am I correct in that? I mean, democratic socialism, uh, socialist policies, um, because I mean, they, a lot of that sounds good uh, in theory and on paper and the intentions I believe are pure, but the results are very bad, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the, the results, I mean, they always say, I mean, well, real socialism has, fam, like it has and it's trash, you know what I'm saying? So like, it just is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so so true. And so, for example, right? People mm -hmm. want to bring the democratic socialism to America. And mm -hmm. Fifty Cent came out last week and in support of Trump due to the taxes, right? And people mm -hmm. are talking about, oh, well, these rich people they need to be paying taxes. And I don't think what they realize is. If you look at Jamaica as an example of how these business people will just pick up and move and go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then mm -hmm. your nation suffers. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, and people, people don't think about the fact that, I mean, yeah, yo, tax the rich, do all that. You know what I'm saying? But like what you don't factor in is like, fam, you tax the rich, you think they're just going to eat that cost and say, well, you know, I guess it is what it is, fam. You're going to eat that cost. And that's going to be that, that's going to be trickled down to you. Like you're going to take that L. You might not have a job because hey, I'm taxed out. I can only afford to keep. You know what I'm saying? I can't keep all four of y'all. I got to keep like two of y'all. You know what I'm saying? I might got to bring somebody. I might got. I might got to bring an illegal in because you know what I'm saying. I, yeah, like it's. It, it really is that real. You know what I'm saying? So like, like don't. I mean, here, and here's the thing, man. Like nobody's like fifteen dollars an hour. You shouldn't get it. And da 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 da. Like fam. Like every like like I. Me personally, I wish. I I want everybody to have at least a level of comfort where they can enjoy life. You're not stressed out. You're not worried about where your next meal is coming from. Like I would, I would honestly love for that to be the case. And I think that in a lot of ways, it really is possible. Like, I mean, I'm a, I'm an idealist in a lot of ways, but I do, I, I do believe in a concept called conscious capitalism where people can build things that benefit the world and we don't have to take advantage of people and oppress others and mess up the natural resources and do whatever else. You know what I'm saying? Because in a lot of ways, capitalism breeds innovation. And I think that we're getting closer to how do we make money and sustain ourselves, but also do good for people, do good for the planet and push us toward our you know what I'm saying what, what humanity's potential really can be. You know what mm. I mean? So yeah, man. Yeah, I think that's mastery of the ego because when you look at socialism and its death toll, you know, mm. it's in oh in a million. Yeah, I want to say in the hundred millions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. and that's not even factoring the people hurt by the economic. Mm. Um, you know, we talk about Mao and Stalin, uh, just yeah. two of those guys, just those two guys, their death toll. But another thing I want to talk about is um are you familiar with how Cali is trying to uh, force Uber? I think it's to W two employees now or something like. Hey, hey, bro, let me tell you something, fam. I was in L.A. a month ago, two months ago, right? And I let I get like we 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 came, we take an Uber from the airport, and the Uber driver was a was a Mexican dude, super chill Mexican dude, and it was almost destiny for us to get him and have that conversation because I missed the first Uber and this one came over and replaced him, and we hop in the car and we're driving, and it's a nice little ride from um from from LAX to the to downtown where we were staying, so we're in the car, and um, I'm asking him like how he likes how he likes driving Uber, you know what I'm saying, kind of sparking him conversation a little bit, and he says he loves it, um he, like he says like he hasn't really been been able to drive because of COVID, but like things kind of been opening back up. And then, then he starts talking about how they want to make them like W-2 employees and do all these things and how like, like literally that night, like they were going to shut down the next day. Like that's like, that's the day we landed. So we get to the hotel, turn on the TV, like we're seeing commercials and all that, like for like, like the whole thing. And like basically his whole conversation, he's like, man, like I like driving whenever I want to. I like being able to make my money. I like my independence. I don't really want to be W-2. Like, I get maybe there's, there are some benefits of that, but like, I'm not looking for that. I'm not asking for that. Like, this is like, this is like my side hustle. So there was that. And like, that was kind of a, a precursor. But a couple of days later, we get another Uber because they hadn't shut it down yet. Right. So okay. we got another Uber and, and my G it's a, it's a black dude driving the Uber and regular black dude, like me and you like, yo, what's up? Like, like, like regular black dude, right? Homie. Yeah. The homie. Yeah. So we're riding and I'm, I'm talking to him same way. Like, like how you like driving Uber, da, 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 da. And regular conversation, it starts, and then it immediately went left. And really, I should say it went right, because dog was red-pilled all the way. You feel me? Like, this wasn't some 
TPUSA black dude who's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no disrespect to them, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But like, this was like a regular brother, you know what I'm saying? He's like, he's like, bro, he went on some, he really went on some, yo, I'm about to vote Trump 2020. Like, yo, like, I don't even like all the super liberal stuff. Like, yo, he got them folks reading the kids in the library. I was like, I was like, bro, like, bro, he went there, my G. He went, I'm talking about like, bro could have been on InfoWars. Like, he, I'm like, but like, whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, if this is Cali? Like, this is super, this is super liberal, leftist, California, eh? Like, nah, this ain't LA. My G, like, they were all like, and here's the thing. My folks who aren't even really political, they're complaining about things like, like, my homie, like, Florida dude, cool dude, like, like doing his thing out there. He's been living in LA for 10 years, and he's like, bro, the homelessness used to be, like, around Skid Row and kind of confined to that, and now the homelessness is all, it's all across LA, bro, from Beverly Hills to, like, everywhere. And, like, the thing about it, too, is, like, there's just trash everywhere. Like, it's just, like, I'm, I know we're talking about Uber, but like- No, no, keep going. Like, yeah, like, bro, like, there's a there's a problem out there. My yes. Like, like, legitly, and here's the thing, like, you can, like, we all, like, we're all tapped into right-leaning media. I mean, and, and here's the thing, like, like, you can't help but see media on the left, but right media is like California's a cesspool, this, this, and this, that, and like, you could be like, yeah, but like, you gotta see it, and like, Fam, like we saw, and here's the thing, like my girl was like low-key disappointed because it was her first time going to Cali. So I wanted, I actually brought her out there for our anniversary. So she's expecting Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? Beverly Hills cop. Palm like, trees. You know yeah. Yeah, like fam, like we got that, but we had to like move the trash out the way and step over this homeless dude and watch out for the syringe. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like, it was very, very real out there, my G. So yeah. Yeah. They, they, I mean. All right, so let's let's just let's reel back in. That's not that yeah. <laughs> no, no, that was that was yeah. all great. Let's reel back yeah. in and come back to um yeah. the Uber thing, right? Mm-hmm. So the drivers don't want it. No, it it removes their independence. Yeah, and 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 what I think is going to happen, just like trying to tax the rich, it's going to push these corporations to move to automation faster. Mm-hmm. So instead of you having an Uber driver. You're going to have some W-2 wage illegal aliens sitting in the car just monitoring the, mm-hmm. a, the autonomous vehicle. Yep. And then people are going to be back on the unemployment line because you're taking away their ability to be independent contractors. There are benefits yeah, exactly. to being an independent contractor. That mm-hmm. W-2 wage employee life ain't for everybody. Yeah. And they're trying to do that to force um, Uber into paying for you know, health insurance, so on and so forth. And yeah. it's like, did y'all even ask the drivers if they wanted this stuff? Because this is exactly what happened in New York, right? Like New yeah. York had, uh, you know, all the taxis, then Uber came in and disrupted the industry, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody complaining because like, we can't compete with Uber because we have all these expenses such as insurance and W-2 wage, you know, all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I feel like it's just going to, um, all right, so let, let's, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You got these rich friends that are socialists. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they choose to be socialists? I think it's a couple of reasons. Okay. One, I, I sincerely believe, well, I sincerely believe they're good people. They wouldn't be my friends if they weren't good people. So that's the first thing. And I think that a lot of, a lot of people, it's easy. <laughs> We're marketers, you know what I'm saying? Right. Socialism is easy to market because it's like, don't you care about people, fam? Like, Aren't you like socials in the word? Like we care about humans, you know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't you want to be down for this? It's like it's emotional. Oh, all right. 
It's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's emotional. So as, a, as, as somebody who is a good person or wants to, you know what I'm saying, be a good person, you're going to align with that. So that's the first thing. But I'm, what, I, what I really think that it is, is that it's like, it's like survivor's remorse. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's like, it's like you've, it's like you live a, at a level of comfort. Like you almost feel guilty about it. And it's like, yo, this is like, it's, it, maybe this is too good. You know what I'm saying? And mm. then like, and then folks, folks are hating on you and you're kind of like, damn, maybe y'all don't need, you know what I'm saying? All this much for real. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think that it's a lot of that. And like, as human beings, we can, first of all, here's the thing about it. As human beings, like we, we almost crave adversity in some form or fashion. Okay. So like, it, it like might also be some kind of, some form of masochism, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, I don't even want all this shit. Like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I think it's a part of that, but this is also just me totally psychoanalyzing on some random bullshit. But I think that like, I think it starts with people genuinely wanting to be good, but there's that, but I think it's, it's a, I don't know, man. Like, do you think, think there's they, a, do you think there's a lack of education around what capitalism truly is and what socialism truly is? I think that it's not just a lack of education, really primarily what it is, is indoctrination, right? Mm. Because capitalism really just has a bad connotation, right? Like, like it's capitalism, you're capitalizing on people and you know what I'm saying? And like people go with the definition that, with the definition that capitalism um, is based in slavery or comes from slavery, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't had adhere to that, to that thinking. You know what I'm saying? My thinking is that money and dollars are just the most recent manifestation of a concept that always was and always will be. You know mm. what I'm saying? So for the most part, like you and I are having this conversation, you and I have been following each other for years. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I get, I get tons of game from you. I, I love your energy, love what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you got, you got respect for what I do. You know what I'm saying? And I get game from you too. Absolutely. And, so, and, and that in itself is capitalism because there's value. I'm receiving value. You're receiving value. And that's an exchange. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And like, and, and both parties, no, neither party was robbed. Neither party was wronged. You know what I'm saying? Like none of that. So even if it wasn't dollar bills, it'd be, shells you know what i'm saying it'd be gold yes. coins you know what i'm saying it'd be you read the bitcoin like, standard didn't you <laughs> I, I didn't i didn't but i have common sense oh you, you know, know. okay yeah you know what i'm saying and it's, it's like it's like here's the thing it's like bro if it if it ain't shells it's cows it's goats it's what whatever form of value it is the only reason dollars even really exist is like yo if like it was like a barter system but if you got fish and I got bread but you don't want bread and I don't want fish then how the hell are we gonna exchange value matter of fact yo I got a bunch of value in this. You take this, I'm gonna get that, and like boom, boom, boom. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like really, it's about simplicity. So yes. I think that I think that really people aren't educated on it enough. And I, I think what I think, and me, and here's here's my story too, bro. I was at Occupy Wall Street. Me too. I per, I performed at Occupy DC with Dead Press and all that. I like grassroots activism. I was all up in that. You feel me? Like right. my OGs are real, like real socialist comrades and all that. You feel me? But the thing about it is that like what I realized is I had to what I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit and <laughs> having an entrepreneurial spirit and being a socialist is very conflicting. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> yeah. so I, that's the first thing. But as I read and, you, and you're Jamaican, so you got to have tree job. <laughs> Man, I got like eight, you feel me? So it's, it's a real thing. But like when I started reading up on the stories of successful people, from like your old robber barons to like your general success stories, a lot of these people came from absolutely nothing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like really like had, 
had really hard stories. They went through tragedies that they had to, you know what I'm saying, persevere, like all that to, to make their dreams come to life. You know what I'm saying? So like, when I see that, I'm like, yo, like that's, it's possible for all of us. You right. feel me? And it's, it's definitely possible for all of us. And, and I, want, I want all of us to believe in that because like, it ain't about, man, the dollar and money, get money. It's like, yo, man, look, your ideas and what's in your mind can feed your family, for, can, can put food in your stomach, feed your family. You can help people by providing value. And like, and you can get freedom from that. Like, and why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you want that? And, and I, I feel like people should, people should have, be able to eat food and nobody should be able to, no, nobody should be starving and messed up. But like, bro, y'all gotta watch Animal Planet, bro. It's a jungle out here, no matter what, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it'll never be, it'll never be even, it'll never be equal. It just, you know what I'm saying? And as much as we wish it could be. So, I mean, I don't know, Doug. I, I, I don't wanna be on a Kanye rant, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love it, I love it. Chris Black, fight out super chat. He said, Hotep, I stumbled on this live. This should be good. I see I won't get much work done tonight. Man, fuck that work. You with us tonight. <laughs> Shout out to Chris Black, DJ Chris Black uh, over at uh, Retro Reggae. Great brand. Um, you guys should probably link up. I should probably connect you too because he's from Jamaica as well. Um, so yeah, so I think the big problem is one thing you stated was people don't know what money is. Also, capitalism. Capitalism is a word that was actually created and popularized by socialists, popularized by Karl Marx, Das Kapital. Mm. When, uh, okay. when you, let's say a 14-year-old kid connects with you and he asks you, he says, Stefan Grant, capitalism, I don't know what it means. Stefan, can you please define to me in your own word? Succinctly, what does capitalism mean to you? Capitalism is the exchange of value. That's, that's really what it is to me at its, at its most basic. Well, first of all, capitalism is the reason why slavery don't exist any longer yeah. in America. Yeah. Right? Because they said, hold on, the South has an advantage because they have this labor that they don't have to pay for. And mm -hmm. they're beating us at capitalism. So capitalists wanted to make money, therefore they destroyed slavery. Do you see it that way or feel free to weigh in? I mean, I think that was definitely, that was most definitely part of it. I mean, Abraham Lincoln didn't just free black people, who knows if he knew, but he didn't just do it because it was a cool thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 no, nah, fam, like, they're like, yeah, like, I, I would say that was a very, very big part of it. Like, nah, like, we got to even the scales a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you relate to, we're moving into the ADOS part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Notice yeah. me slowly getting there. <laughs> yeah. How do you relate to the title of slavery or, or the history of slavery? Because Jamaica dealt with it, yeah. right? Um, but, you know, one of my ancestors was um, kicking cracker ass by the name of uh, Sam Sharp, um, led uh, slavery revolts. So Americans identify with slavery. Do you identify with slavery or what is slavery? How does it weigh on your, on your mind? I mean, well, here's the thing. Um... I wouldn't say I identify with it, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not somebody who's going to ignore it and act like it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, I think that with as vast as our history is on a grand scale, I try to, I try to zoom out from things, right? Okay. And slavery was what? 
I mean, it was, it's, I mean, it's a couple of generations ago, so it's not, it's, it's, it's rather recent historically, right? And it lasted four or 500 years, but four or 500 years on a grand historic scale, especially when, when it comes to our history, is a blip. It's a teardrop in the ocean. And I wasn't trying to be poetic, you know what I'm saying? But hey, you know what it is. It's real. Um, That's real. It, like, it really is a teardrop in the ocean overall, you know what I'm saying? So I can't identify with it. I can learn from it. And really how I look at slavery is that it was horrible, uh, terrible. I mean, those words can't even describe just how terrible it was. But what I will say is that we were, how I look at it is that we were at war. And in many ways, we're still at war. But we were at war and we we lost, you know what I'm saying? Like, we took the L. and like and to the winner goes the spoils in a lot of ways. You know what I'm saying? Now, what I will say is that we're a thousand times better than that situation. Do we still got stuff we got to deal with and, and handle? And yes, it's very real. Like we're, we're black, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't, like slavery isn't something that, it's not a cornerstone of my identity or my existence. You know what I'm saying? I use it as fuel to boss up and work harder and get what I got to get and 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 get be what I got to be. But also too, um, on some real hotep shit, I'm like, man, like I, I, I think back before slavery and all the great things we accomplished and all the great things we built. And I may not be building a pyramid today, but I think about whenever, whenever I get up and I'm working on a project, I'm talking with a client, I'm doing some marketing, I'm putting a brick on, I'm putting a brick on my pyramid. That's how I visualize it. You feel what I'm saying? Building. So, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm building. Building. I'm saying so slavery happened. Um, we, 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 we took that L, we were divided and lost that war. But now we got to learn from that war, learn from that, you know, learn from that and and put that into our new strategy. And how are we going to level up and change the next 500 years? You feel me? So mm, that's yeah. really what I'm with it. Uh, Lipster Davis, $5 Super Chat says, shut up in code. You already know. You know, when I look at the uh, history of slavery, um, we first have to look at Africa. Mm. Uh, the Arab slave trade was, and I hate to compare, but the Arab slave trade, in my opinion, from my studies, was much worse than the one we experienced worse here in America. Never ended, yeah, and never ended. It continues today, right? Right now, uh, but many people like to paint European history as some sort of godsend. For example, they say, "Oh, we went around the world and abolished slavery, like on the African continent, you know, uh, like Zanzibar and so forth." And I know the only reason why they fought slavery is because Africa was getting rich off of slavery. Mm -hmm. It was, um, and we also have to understand that slavery in Africa was not equal to how slavery was done in America or in the Arab mm -hmm. world. You know, for example, you could get married, you could own you land, you could have a real life, yeah. And, and you weren't beaten and, you know, treated like property. Even in some cases you were treated you like- You could earn your freedom. You could earn your freedom, right. And you were treated like family. So when people say, oh, we went around the world stopping slavery, it's like, yeah, but it's not equivalent at all. I'm glad, yeah. you, I'm glad you're familiar with that history. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, definitely, man. Um, so ADOS, you know, I was on, uh, I had MoFax on my channel. Mm. And he's, uh, he, he doesn't say he's a leader of ADOS. He's just one of the representatives, one of the crew, one of the homies in the ADOS movement. Mm. I'm more proud to them. I don't agree with that ideology, I would never identify with slavery. Mm -hmm. I think there are other ways we can get uh, reparations, other things the government has done we can get reparations for. Mm -hmm. But in the chat, I would, people were being very critical of me and saying, oh, uh, Hotep's Jamaican, so he don't get it. Hotep Jamaican. 
I know you've seen the diaspora wars online. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the root cause of this division that we see online between the diaspora and um and Africans and and the Caribbean? Well, I mean, that's very deep. And that is a deep. It's a tough question. Yeah. And, and I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I got an answer for it, and it's you know what I'm saying, but. Before I even get into that, I got to apologize because the first thing I got to say is thank you for even providing a platform for inviting me on here. You know what oh, I'm saying? Like, no I worry. genuinely appreciate it. Sincerely. It's my duty. Um, it's my duty. My people, Joe Rogan gave me a platform, put me on my on the map. It's my duty to give back. Respect. Most definitely. Most definitely, man. Um, and so salute to Joe Rogan, too, because, I mean, he he deserves to be where he's at. And I'm so glad his platform exists for real, for real. Yeah, I um, cannot thank that man enough. Facts, man. Um, but one of the things that I'll say, I think that the division we go through now is it's a it's a byproduct of something bittersweet. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. when you when you go back to the continent on the continent, right, like you got millions of tribes with millions of languages and religions and you know what I'm saying all that. Right. So off top, like we were, we were already divided. You know what I'm saying? Like we had our United Kingdoms, but kingdoms rose and fell. And like, and not only that, I mean, you had, if you want to get deep, it's on, even on a, on a nature level. I mean, shit, the, de- the desert, the desertification of the North of Africa, killing civilizations and having to have pushing those Northern tribes South. You know what I'm saying? Like tons of cl- tribal clashes and wars and all that. You know what I'm saying? So yes. there's already, there's already that. And on top of that, the black culture is the most, uh, genetically diverse of all, you know what I'm saying? When you mm. look at, when you look at the Habeshas in Ethiopia and, you know what I'm saying? And all that. And the Habesha, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Habesha. Then, like, then, then you look at your folks in the West Africa and, and you look at, like, you can look on South, you can look at somebody's profile and be like, yo, I know you on South Africa Twitter. Like, we got, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have, we just have different features. You feel me? So even that alone will, will cause division. So there's that. Now, when you add in slavery and then you got nations who you got european nations who are carving up the continent right but you got you're carving up the continent it's not like u.s states where you carve up a state and then each like florida has its own culture new york has its own culture texas is texas cali is cali it's not like that it's like yo you drew this line but really a big ass tribe lives right here you know what i'm saying so now now this tribe is in ghana and sierra and like it's like 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 you've done that then you didn't then you didn't then you didn't drag some of them folks to a whole other side of the planet you know what i'm saying and t- they got different languages religions they didn't took some stuff from back home but now it's here and it's new and it's like like we couldn't help but be in this you know what i'm saying so there's that and 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 it's very deep and it's and and the thing about it is that what we haven't learned to do is that because our situation isn't unique by by any means right because i mean we were we were at war on our continent right but if you look at European history, like they were wholeheartedly at war. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, 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 bruh, they took that beef from there over here. Like, if you never, you ever seen gangs in New York? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but like they still weren't rocking. You know what I'm saying? But what they did was they were able to draw the line. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They were like, they were like, man, look, I'm British. You know what I'm saying? I don't fuck with your Irish ass. I don't fuck with your Italian ass. I don't like none of you niggas for real. You know what I'm saying? But at least you're not black. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so look, let's just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Join forces and just do what it do. But also like, for real, for real, like 
even in even, I feel bad for racist white people because like if you're a, if you're a racist white person you're really at the bottom of the pile and you have no idea for real. like you like you're at the bottom of the barrel and like your only base of confidence is like you is you is you're not black you know like like what what you think you think like being black is a bad thing but that's a whole other combo you know what I'm saying so like so when you got when you got a lot of those folks who've fallen in line against the whole race of people. Like, like you would think that whole race of people is like, all right, well, damn, they don't rock with us. We might as well. We got to rock with us. You know what I'm saying? Because we ain't got no other option. But like, we haven't. It's like, they don't rock with us, but I don't rock with your ass. It's like, fam, like, like you might as like Dr. Claude Anderson said it best. You know what I'm saying? Like, racism is a team sport. And I hate racism. I think it's a terrible thing. Like, we shouldn't and we shouldn't engage in it. You know what I'm saying? But racism is a team sport. You know what I'm saying? So, it like. Is. Rock with your folks and and do and deal with your folks and don't don't use that to hate on other people and and be and be a racist dick and like yo no matter who like I deal with people on an individual level I don't care if you're I don't care if you're white black Jewish Asian straight gay trans I don't care my G if you're a cool individual we can vibe but at the same time just naturally if I'm not looking out for my culture and I don't care about my culture and my people then I'm a disservice and for real for real. I can't even, if, if I was some Uncle Tom sellout type cat, I wouldn't even be of no good to the folks I'm selling out for because I ain't got no loyalty. You know what I'm saying? You can't uh. even rock with a dude like me because like I could do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, like, nah, fam, like I love my folks and I got my folks all day, but a lot of folks don't see it like that. And, that, and that's my issue with, with ADOS because like, here's my thing, bro. Like, dog, I moved, I moved to the States in 95 and... I'm so thankful for African-Americans and African-American culture because one, I, I was able to learn that and become a part of that and they welcomed me into that. And I was able to assimilate into the culture. And of course, I mean, I, I love being Jamaican. I'm always be Jamaican to the core, like all day, every day. Like I'm never going to forget that. You know right. what I'm saying? But at the same time, that doesn't stop me from loving African-Americans, loving African-American culture, seeing the value that, that, that they bring to the table. On top of that, bro, like even in my family, you know what I mean? First of all, you're a product of this, but you know how many people in my family are married to African-Americans? Like I'm, I'm technically married to an African-American. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like my wife, I mean, like her folks are Jamaican, but she's African-American and she, and she loves America, loves like, like, like this is her, this is her people. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, I think that we've lost sight of like, look fam, we just got dropped off at different places. You feel me? Like my folks might've got dropped off first, but that don't mean that I have any beef with you. There's any issue with that. And my only issue with even identifying as slaves is like, man, like, look, like American slavery was real. My folks didn't go through that. But growing up in America, especially in the era we came up in side note, but not even side note, like folks call you, fo folks use the term hotel as a pejorative, but what we know as hotel was like default blackness 20 years ago. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like this was, this was the default setting. You know what I'm saying? Even your, even your super corporate like, black dude in the office, like was like knew his culture a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So none of this is really, none of this is really new, but I think that like, we like, like, like as somebody who grew up in that and having, having that black pride and somebody who, who always loved Marcus Garvey and all that, like Pan-Africanism was always my vibe. Like no matter what, no, no matter if you're on the continent, if you if you in the Caribbean, if you in South Central America, like we're all black people above all that. You know what I'm saying? And like I'm all about unity. And the same way you kind of got attacked by a lot of those folks because they're like, yo, like you're Jamaican, you don't understand. I get I was getting that a lot for real, for real. Like crazy, crazy hate, like real passionate hate. And my only issue, the, the reason why I even got a lot of that is because one, I mean I talk my shit, but 
I'm never talking shit to clown African Americans. You know what I'm saying? Now right. I will clown, I will clown people who identify with that movement, not even because they identify with the movement, but because a lot of those people go to disrespecting other black folks. Yes. And it's like, it's like, why? Me personally, for if, if, a, if a fellow Jamaican is out here disrespecting African-Americans or Africans, I'm gonna call it out. Cause I'm like, fam, like, what are you doing? Like mm. you're, first of all, it's corny and you're adding to division. the breakdown, you know what I'm saying? The division of our community, which is the last thing that we need. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So like, I don't play the diaspora wars because, and, and folks have thrown me in it. And, and here's the thing. If, you, if you're going to send shots at Jamaicans, I'll send shots back, but not all know. I'm not going to send shots at African-Americans. I'm going to send shots at you because you're, you, it's you disrespecting my culture. And, and anybody who aligns with your disrespect could, you know what I'm saying, could get it too. But, but I got love for everybody. And, I, and I'm not, I'm, I can't support a movement that is, that, that is individual. And here's the thing. I, got, I actually got a lot of folks who are ADOS who identify with the movement and they rock with me heavy and I rock with them heavy. And yeah. we, 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 both under, we both have an understanding. It's like, look, man, at the end of the day, we have the same mission and intentions in the grand scheme of things. So there is no reason for us to be at war. And a lot of them, a lot of them folks don't rock them. Like, like the heads of it, blocked. They got me blocked, you know what I'm saying? Mutual, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but I mean, either way, even then, I still, when I say, yo, I wish you the best, even if you wish me the opposite. You know what I'm saying? Sooner or later, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's love. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. How much time I got with you tonight? Man, shh. No, we might as well rock, man. Let's just. Let's rock. All right, bet. <laughs> I love to hear that. Um, Kent Row, 199 Super Chat. Steve P said, What has government done to our money? That's another. Uh, he said, There's another uh, good book that deals with the concept of money and how government interference in it makes everyone worse off. I, I, I want to check out that title. Chris Black, DJ Chris Black, Retro Reggae, he said, uh, I remember the first time I heard a white Jamaican talking. Threw me for a loop. I think ADOS will figure out, but yeah, kind of hostile. I remember the first time I heard a, a Chinese Jamaican. I was like, for example, um, Tasty Patty. Mm-hmm. That started by a Chinese Jamaican. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. So, bro, actually, I might have, I might have met the founders the founder of that and his son at, a, at like a business event a few months back. But like, yeah, like heavy. But I mean, a lot of folks don't even know Jamaica is a very diverse culture. Like my uh, my great my great great grandfather is actually Chinese. Um, no, my great grandfather is Chinese. My great great grandfather, my other on my grandmother's side is a Indian. You know, like East Indian. And we we got Portuguese. Like, yeah, Jamaica's super diverse, man. We're gonna talk about that too. Um, so uh, Ados often talk about cultural differences. They say, mm-hmm. oh, we're culturally different. African-Americans have a unique experience from Africans in the Caribbean. And I'm like, yeah, that's a really dumb point to make because I can say the same thing about a brother from Houston and a brother from New York. And like Chris Black said, you got, you know, differences in cultures between Trinidad, Grenada and Jamaica and the other Bahamas and all the other islands. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Haiti as well. Shout out to Haiti. So when they say we have cultural differences, shoot, you got cultural differences between Brooklyn and Queens. You got cultural difference between Harlem and Staten Island. So when Mm -hmm. people say that, I'm like, we're all unique. We know that. And that's not a reason to separate it. So which leads me to my next question, right? Mm -hmm. Do you see yourself as different from the rest of the so-called black or, 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 or darker complected people across the planet? Or do you see us all as one people? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a couple of things, man, because 
I am very aware of my unique experience as an individual. You know what I'm saying? My experience is always going to be unique. Like I grew up eating different food and listening to different music, but I also grew up in American culture and listening to all that and eating that and you know what I'm saying like in that culture as well. So it's like, I've, I've, I've had experiences in that, you know what I'm saying, where, where our cultures cross. But I think that if I get too deep into being like, my experience is different, that's when we get into things like, and this is going to be a damn, you know what I'm saying, fire starter within itself, but things like intersectionality, you know what I'm saying? Where I get to thinking about all the different things that I bring to the table. And like me personally, I got a million intersections. But like that does nothing but separate me from, oh, you know what I'm saying? So I think that, I think that for real, for like, there has to be a medium, you know what I'm saying? Like my experience is going to be unique and it's a blessing because it's going to, it's going to provide me different ways of thinking and different ways of strategizing, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and moving, navigating through the world. But at the same time, I am one of how many billion people on this earth on a grand scheme, but also how many billions of black folks, you know what I'm saying? So I am part of that collective, but also too, this might sound ignorant, but my, my philosophy all was if I, if I, since a child, like if I get pulled over, you know what I'm saying? By a racist discriminatory cop, he has no idea that I'm from Montego Bay, Jamaica. That motherfucker thinks I'm probably from Miami. I'm from South, I'm from South Carolina. You know what I'm saying? Like my, like my folks can have deep Mississippi roots to him. He has no idea right. when he looks at me. And I've been I've been in the States since 95, bro. Like, you don't hear a Jamaican accent. When I'm around my folks, yeah, maybe, you know what I'm saying? But right now, I sound very American. Right. Nobody's nobody's gonna know what country I'm from if, if they talk to me. To anybody else, I'm a black person. To, to a rape person, to I mean to a racist person, I'm just another nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So like that's that's really what it is in the grand scheme. So that's why like I'm always have love for my folks no matter what, because we have a shared experience. And but I think that to even to your original question, I think part of the reason why we're so divided too is that we do have a shared experience, but the problem is that that shared experience is trauma. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So so Ooh. we have we have trauma bonds, and trauma bonds are never the kind of bonds you want to build because they're built on sand. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. So like that's a very shaky alliance. But I mean there, there there are realer there are realer reasons for us to come together than trauma. There are really reasons in that, but the first thing people think about is that trauma, which is also why I can't identify with slavery and being a slave because you're bringing that trauma back up to the forefront. You know what I'm saying? Like PTSD. when all the dust was settled at the bottom, you're you're roughing it back up to the top and muddy in the water. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Mm, damn, trauma bonds. Yeah. Shout, shout out to my guy Josh for that. My, my, you know, so my guy Josh David. I, I mean, I, he probably that term probably is, like existed before, but he's the first person that I heard actually using. Mm, you know yeah, shout out to Josh. Yeah, that's 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 deep, man. You, you you got my mind stumped on that one. I had to like stop and just like process that we're connected by our trauma and not our triumphs. Mm, yeah, real talk. Mm, yeah, and that's real that's that real talk. That can lead to, you know, and I think that's partly so like, you know, people say we got uh, post-traumatic slavery disorder and, mm -hmm. you know, PTSD or whatever, and a lot of these mental issues. And it's like, how do you feel when uh, you turn around and there's another slave movie or another Mammy uh, or, or, or Butler movie? How do, you, how do you react to some of that stuff? Keep it real with you. I've kind of started, uh, I've kind of started tuning a lot of it out. Um, 
the last slave movie that I really wanted to watch or that I might have even really seen was uh, was Django. You know what I'm saying? Because like it just like actually like my my car is named after Django. You know what I'm saying? Because like yeah, like because like that's the only if it ain't if it ain't that or it ain't Nat Turner. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't see it. I, I can't really support it because like bro, like I mean you talk about like you just mentioned. You know what I'm saying? Post traumatic slave disorder and when when I was growing up and I heard that term for the first time, I was really thinking like it was like some shit just ingrained in our DNA and it's just coming through generations and we're feeling it and we're experiencing it. And I think that part of that is true. But what I also believe is that really more than nature, it's nurture. And they gotta they gotta drop a slave movie every couple of years or every time every time a generation starts coming of consciousness to what even all that is, you know what I'm saying? They gotta be like, yo, so you niggas were this and remember. You know what I'm saying? And like we're gonna give a couple of niggas Oscars to remind you like, yeah, like great job reminding them. Like this is you. Like no matter how lit you get, come. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, nah, bro, like, like if you want if 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 your intention is to uh tell a great story and make a great movie and you want to talk and slavery is the uh is the topic let's diversify it let's you know what i'm saying what happened in haiti like like how like how did how did that turn out you know what i'm saying like who's dutty bookman like how did how did that how did that pan out like i want to see that movie for real for real but even then forget slavery because like even that even though we were kind of victorious and chopped a couple heads off that is still based in trauma and whatever else. And that's still kind of indoctrination, you know what I'm saying? So I would love to see a Mansa Musa movie. I'd love to see uh, who, was, who, like, who was like one of the first black billionaires who like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd love to see something like that. Like, I mean, I would love that. So, I mean, I want to see, I want to see a Marcus Garvey uh, film, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to see more inspirational stories, but I'm not, I'm not gullible enough to expect that because like, you can't, you can't, you can't logically expect your ops to make a great movie about you, you know what I'm saying? Like and, and educate you. Like that's like that's like you're not gonna that's like you got a superhero chained up and he like does favors for you, but he has no idea he's a superhero. Like you're not gonna tell him like, fam, you got laser vision for her. like you know what I'm saying? Like like you're gonna you're gonna let him do what he does, you know what I'm saying? So like like yeah, and, and on top of that side note, I mean it's still kind of on topic. I don't know if you've ever heard like the elephant on a rope theory. You ever heard that before? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, for those of you who don't know, the elephant on the rope theory is like, when you get a baby elephant, you 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 tie him to a rope, you know what I'm saying? And then you tie that rope to like a stump or something in the ground, right? So so like, like he's, he's always tied to that unless unless you take him off it. And he grows up tied to that. Even like, even when he's a full grown elephant, could literally pull that out of the ground like a thumbtack. He still thinks that's going to hold him. And he doesn't even try to pull it out. You feel what I'm saying? So I think that, they give us these slave movies as that rope for the elephant to be like, yo fam, like just stay in this mode of thinking because we need you right here. Cause if we get you out of here, then that's problematic. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So with regards to the uh, diaspora wars, mm-hmm. when you see it online, what, what's your conduct, what's your reactions or do you even react at all? Or do you get involved? Like what, how do you respond? I used to be very annoyed by it. But at first, I was caught off guard by it. I was like, yo, this is wild. But this is like, I, I first saw the glimpses of this in like 2010, 2011, something like that. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's done really nothing but snowball. Now, um, 
I, I really miss a lot of it. And I've also curated my, I've curated my Twitter space in a special way where like, I only get info from folks that I want to. And not like I've created an echo chamber, right? I've got a blend of folks from all sides. And I've got like, so what I do is I, I created like Twitter lists. Like I've got one list was called like a TL where all the folks that I like really rock with and want to hear from, they're all in. Of course, you're in there. I got a bunch of other folks in there. You know what I'm saying? Like dudes, like all of, like they're all in there. You know what I'm saying? But I got folks who, if you're just talking about real estate, I'm in there. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. But like, I miss a lot of that stuff because a lot of the folks that I'm dealing with or that I paid attention to aren't even on that. But also, too, I'm damn near like numb to it. And I've also just, in a lot of ways, it's made me cynical. I'm saying because like as a as a as a as a Garvey idealist, I'm all about Pan-Africanism. I'm like, yo, like Africa unite, African like let's 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 link up. But as I see the fools, just I'm like, man, look, man, it's only gonna be a couple of us who's gonna be able to get it together and push through. And you know what I'm saying if you if you if you with us, you with us. If you're not, you know what I'm saying, it's all love, yo, peace. So yeah, yeah. I I smiled when you said cynic because my brand used to be very Afrocentric. I was Ali Shakur and all my content was geared towards black people. Then Black Lives Matter came on the scene and all of a sudden I became the bad guy Hotep. And I'm just like, I love black people. Like I built my whole brand off of talking and teaching black people. And, and, I, and, and, and that, that cynic hit, right? And the realization hit and I was like, I can't just keep myself stuck with black people anymore. I have to expand my audience and reach and reach out to white people because this thing is beyond race. Now this thing is about consciousness mm -hmm. and my success is completely due to that decision of saying, fuck black people. Yeah. Fuck y'all. I hate to say it cause I love them so fucking much, but yeah. it's a type of thing where you're in the hood, right? And the hood's messed up. And it's like, you know, you got to lead a hood to save the hood. Mm. That's yeah. what, that's, that's how I feel. I had to leave to build myself so I can help you later. Once I accumulate yeah. that wealth and that influence and that power. So I'm glad you said that. Um, yeah. Intersectionality, I think has been a big problem. It came along with the rise of Black Lives Matter after Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin. And I like what you said, man. It's like, why are we looking at our differences Shouldn't we be looking at the things that we have alike and aligning ourselves with what we have in, you, in, in, in um, you know, things that in we common. have alike in common? Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 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 I mean, we, we, we should, man. But like, it's like, we just can't get right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's just, it's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it seems so common sense and it's rather simple. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't know. Well, there's a couple of things. I think that one, people realize there's work involved, right? There's that. Mm. But then also I think that we, we, we've also been in such a, in such a culture of, we have, we've been, we've been brought up in a culture of, what is the term? It's, we, we should have been brought up in a culture of abundance, but we've, we've really been brought up in a culture of, I can't figure the exact word right now. It's like a culture of lacking, right? So mm. it's like when you're, when you feel like you're lacking and there is an abundance and you know what I'm saying? Like, you're gonna be in competition and you know what I'm saying? And like, and you're gonna feel like I gotta pull this person down because you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever. And I think that like, that's a big cause of it. And, and even, even to the point you were making before, man, like as much as, much as, I, as, much as I, I'm an idealist and, and I want us to be united and, and stay together and, and move forward, man. But 
I think that a lot of that, a lot of that, that negativity and that intersectionality, one, I think that it's, I mean, I don't even want to get too deep into the conspiracy, Soros funded, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever bag. But I think that, I think that, and, 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 and actually to give you some props, because I see this about myself, I don't think you, I don't think you even really changed the gears and said like, yo, I'm gonna talk to these white folks, you know what I'm saying? What I saw, what I, what I, what I, what I take it as, and here's the thing, right? There are a lot of folks from the outside looking in who won't get it, who won't see what you're doing and who wouldn't even probably see the, the foundations of it. Because as a marketer, the best marketing is organic marketing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, and it's gotta be, it's gotta be, it's gotta be almost effortless because people, people get it when it comes off that way. Right. So I wouldn't say that you had to do a whole thing because the, the fact of the matter is that what I've realized is like you, if you, you tweet some common sense shit and a lot of them white folks don't show up, boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you tweet some real common sense, regular shit and they're going to pull up like, fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they'll retweet that shit. They'll, what are you selling? I'm buying. Like they'll do that shit. You know yes. what I'm saying? And it's like, it's like, I love the grifting season hoodie and all that shit, but like, bro, like you ain't, like you ain't, you ain't even really got to, bro. Cause like you kicking some common sense shit. And the fact of the matter is that I love the tribe, the kind of tribes we've been able to build because it sucks that a lot of folks looking outside looking in who don't get it will look at, will look at us and 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 feel like we're anti-black we don't love our folks we ain't there for our folks and 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 we 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 you know what i'm saying working with the white man and whatever whatever and like and but they don't they don't get it you know what i'm saying because like here's, here's the thing about it i'm kicking a bunch of real common sense shit you kicking that common sense shit but the common sense shit that we kicking is of utmost benefit to black people you know what i'm saying like the people who will benefit from it the most really tangible the word of the year is tangibles, right? Tangibly, like you'll benefit from the common sense shit that I'm saying. Yes. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And here's the thing. White folks rock with that because like it ain't even like it's going to like they rock with that and it's going to benefit us. But universally, it'll, it'll benefit them if they practice it for themselves. But it's like, yo, you kicking that common sense shit? Like I'm a rock with that. Like people like it resonates on a human level. It trans like, bro, like. The fo our followings ain't just a bunch of common sense black folks and a bunch of common sense white folks. Bro, there's Asians all up in there, Indians, Latinos, like bro, like the, the whole movement is so diverse, you know what I'm saying? And people, and people really do rock with it. And, and it's like, I actually, I lost a friend today. Damn. And it's sad because like- Why? Man, so- and this is actually a perfect segue kind of into the COVID conversation, you know what I'm okay. saying? Because I tweeted about how I was like, yo, people talking about how it's 230,000 people dead, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, yo, that 230 or 2018, whatever the number was yesterday, it's probably closer to like 90,000 or even less than that maybe because one, a, bu a bunch of the diagnoses were false positives, you know what I'm saying? Two, you, you could have had COVID, but if you, you know what I'm saying, if you died from a gunshot, like they said it was COVID, you know what I'm saying? So like they're running the numbers all the way up. So I was like, yo, that, and, and, they're, and they're running the numbers up because one, they want to keep you in fear and they want to use it as a tool of control. And in a lot of ways they want to keep things locked down, right? 
So that's why I even made that point, because to be honest, I saw a Democrat commercial or Democrat campaign ad. It said like, yo, 200,000 died from COVID. And then they immediately said 8 million infected. And I was like, you're counting on people not being able to do math. You know what I'm saying? Because if the number is 8 million infected, and if they know you're infected, that means you went and got tested. Have you gone to get tested? Who, me? Hotep Jesus? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I haven't been tested. Uh, How many of us haven't been tested? A lot of folks probably had it, been asymptomatic, got rid of it, and have no idea. So I had it. I had it. If it so, so, so that 8 million who got it and been tested and documented is probably more like 20, 30, 50 million, actually, right? So out of 30, out of, out of, let's just say it was the 8 million was it, right? Right. Bro. If 200,000, that's, that's a quarter, that's, that's almost a quarter of one. So you're going to tell me there's, there's, there's seven and three quarters more who pushed right on through. They back to work. You know what I'm saying? Meaning that what I, what I was saying was I wasn't trying to make light of the disease and make light of 90,000, like any one person dying is a tragedy, period, yes. blank, right? Yeah. But my point was, fam. They're trying to control you. And if you're a person that's about freedom and living your life and about, forget all that. If you're about truth and keeping it real, you can't be in support of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So one of my folks was like, yo, this is a, this, this is, this is dumb as hell. And I see you, I see you trying to, uh, I see you trying to suck up to them white folks and this, this and that, da, 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 da. And I'm like, fam, like, you know me in real life. Uh. You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, if that's how you felt, you really could have texted me and we could have had a conversation man to man and we could have a dialogue about like whatever you think I'm doing. That's not what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so, so then there's that, but like, like he just, he was, he just got super in his feelings about whatever, you know what I'm saying? So like, I, so, so I actually, I hit him personally cause I'm not going, even though he disrespected me publicly, I'm not going to return that out of respect, out of respect I had for him. So I hit him back and homie just went to talking like, yeah, you know what you're doing. And I'm like, all right, whatever, bro. But like, not everybody's going to get it. And the thing, like you were talking about anxiety, I legit get anxiety because like, folks, you, like, I, like, I'm get, like, I get attacked every now and then and I don't mind it. I'm with G, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck y'all niggas for real. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, an anxiety will come from one, you got folks creating narratives about you, making up shit about you, yeah. making you the worst person in the world. There's that. And then two, you got like, you, like you're putting out some pure thoughts and folks is twisting it in the worst way and taking it in the worst context, making you into to be the worst per possible person. It's like, fam, that shit fucks with you. Like, it it, it, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, like, it gives you one of the worst feelings. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like that, that shit sucks, bro. I don't even remember the original point, but like, no, that's you know, like good. That. Yeah, I, I have to close the app and yeah. Go into another world and, you know, and talk to the kids and talk to my lady. I can't, I can't, I, there's a lot of rumors going around about me, about all types of shit. And it's just like, mm -hmm. it gives me anxiety because it's a series. You're playing with people's lives. You know, I got children and stuff, you know, and, mm -hmm. and that shit sucks. And, and I had, you know, similar situation. I had a guy uh, that I know in real life and I said something about Trump and, you know, he came at me with like this whole you know, used up all 280 characters of his tweet. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and he alluded to the fact that I was being fake or something like that. But I'm in, in my head, I'm like, yo, you know me in real life, nigga. Like, I met your wife. I, I know your kids. I know your situation. You know, like, 
I know your financial situation. Like, don't play with me, bro. Like, and I'm and just like you. I'm not going to return fire online, especially. So I had to call our mutual friend like, yo, what's up with this dude? And he was like, yo, this Trump thing got. Got people, they got, they, you know, it, 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 it really, it really zapped their minds, man. And it's sad that. They say Trump's being divisive. I'm like, nah, the media has turned us on ourselves to be divisive. And it's bruh, bruh. You got black folks who've been black their whole lives. <laughs> right? And one of, one of the one of the narratives, one of the narratives that we've always known as black people is that from day one, from the first movie, Birth of a Nation, right? Media has been used to demonize black people in the worst ways, right? Demonize people in general, but black people, we get the we get the worst first and the best last. And that is in regard to a lot of things, especially when it comes to media demonization, right? We we're also one of the biggest victims of COINTELPRO and FBI, CIA infiltration domestically, internationally, no home or not, right? You got a bunch of black folks now who are eating up everything the mainstream media says now and fully believe in it, and then they gonna tell you, hey man, look, you don't see what they done said about this dude, cause he, what kind of idiot are you, fool? You don't see this and he that? And I'm like, what, bro? Like, are you defending a CIA? Oh, oh, you're, you're, you're Mueller's number one cheerleader? Like, this is who, like, oh, Comey's your guy. The FBI, oh, that's your, that's your man's? That's your man's. From the block? Okay, all right, bet. Comey was in the trap with you, right? Okay, all right, Com all right, all right. Like, like how, how wrapped up did you cats get over the past couple of years? Like, you're defending the folks who've been fucking us for decades, documented? Like, there, there are FOIA documents? Like, when did this, like, how did, you know, like, bro, Marketing is powerful, and, and maybe that's why we see it. Cause like I'm like I'm seeing you fall for the finesse. Like yes. we are we we are content and media creators, right? So like we can see like the well, first of all we see just how little motherfuckers will go look at go looking at shit themselves. You know what I'm saying? But also you know the power of the of the written word, the power of video, and all that shit. Yeah. And like. It's it's wild to see folks just eat it all up because TDS is real, and now they they know you in real life for for a, a period of time. Yes, and now you're not right. And 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 they and a, the black person is beefing with your black ass <laughs> over a white man he'll never meet. They'll never be in the same room. But he's pro. But he's the pro black good guy, and you're the sellout Negro. <laughs> I seen I seen a dude say I seen a dude say I seen a dude say Kanye Fifty and 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 Ice Cube could shoot each other on Fifth Avenue and I'd crawl over their corpses to vote for that. Joe Biden. I saw that. And you're the pro-black good guy on the right side of history. All right, all right. I'm crazy. I guess I guess I'm the crazy one. I'm not. I I, I would never. I wouldn't. I don't care who the candidate is. You you could be Biden Harris all day. I would never say I'm gonna crawl over your black ass to do anything. Right. <laughs> what? Right. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. But like this is this is what the media has drummed up. And to be honest, to be honest, a lot of folks will like 
the media, they made Trump president. Oh. And they wanted him to be president. Mm. Bro, they ain't seen ad money like this Ever. in forever. The Ever. Trump bump is real, my G. Like, bro, they got to keep him on your TV 24-7. That's why he spent half of what Hillary spent and still won. Because, bro, I ain't got to use my marketing budget. I'm lit. You got me lit. It's lit. Come on, bro. But bye. Maybe maybe I'm just not paying attention. Maybe I'm crazy. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. Oh, man. You hit that at home, man. Because it's the same media that demonize black men, vilify black men. It's who they're taking the word from. Not even just black men. They got they had they've been had our sisters looking crazy forever. Word. Why you why you think these these folks be thinking our 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 women be I ain't even gonna use the terms that they, they think for our women, you know what I'm saying? But like, yo, it's the media got you out here been looking wild from yo, if you wanna get deep back from Sarah Bartman, mm. you know what I'm saying? Really been it's been them. That, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that's, that's making you look crazy, making all of us look crazy. But this is but this is who you ride with. And not even who you ride with, you'll join forces and be a tool of them to 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 continue the the, the, the negative narrative. All right, maybe I'm crazy. I'm the sellout Negro, I guess, but you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yeah, and I always ask people that, like when we have these conversations offline, I say, you know, when they say these things, I say, Who'd you get that from? Oh, it was on the news. So I say, So you believe the news? Well, you know, some of it got to be true. Nah, 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 nah. I'm like, but do you believe the news? Do you take the news? Do, do you, does the media have a history of being truthful? No. So why do you believe the media? You know, I had a dude who I went to high school with. We grew up. His cousin's my best friend. And we were all chilling, talking, burning, you know. And then the Trump conversation popped. And he cursed out Trump. But during his rant, he was pointing at me. And I'm like, because he knows me online. Yeah. Then, then my best friend's little brother was on Instagram. And, you know, uh, I support the family, all the sicknesses, all the deaths. Mm -hmm. I went to the house. He was like, bro, I had to unfollow you. I'm like, why? He's like, because of all the, you know, the Trump stuff, you know, just, it just doesn't sit right with me. So I'm like, you knew me. I knew you since you was four years old, little boy. Mm -hmm. And you choosing these people over me? You know how hurtful that is, yo? That's crazy. This is the anxiety, but, man. Yeah, like, bro, like, it's a, it's a real thing. And here's the thing. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for, like, my best friends because, like, they don't, they don't see none of this stuff politically the way that I do. But here's the thing. Before Trump won... I was the only one in the group chat like, bro, this dude's about to win. Not even, not even on no, yo, I'm about to vote for him and he's the guy and like, yo, like, I'm like, yo, like, I'm just observing from the outside looking in. And here's the thing. This is why, like, I'm not a, I, I wouldn't label myself a Trump supporter. I'm, I'm obviously not a hater of him. Right. But I'm an observer. And what, I'm, what I've been doing a lot of the time is I'm telling, I'm telling you, this is why people like him. This is why he's winning. This is why he's going to win. This, these are the things that he does that make him win. And I'm, 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 I'm giving you the blueprint, you know what I'm saying? And folks are looking at it like, oh my God, he's like, I'm like, I'm like, fam, like, like, first of all, what I will say is he's wildly entertaining to me. You know he what is. I'm saying? He's very entertaining. He is. And, and he's doing a way better job than I think anybody would have thought, even if like, even the folks that I know who hate him are like, yo, like, 
I've been doing. I've been doing all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. you know they what say it underneath their breath. You know, I've been doing all right though. <laughs> yeah, but no, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a real for whether it be tax wise, job wise, just you know what I'm saying in a lot of ways. You know what I'm saying? But like, but my whole thing is I'm like I observe him and I can see what he's doing and and why why it resonates. And I'm just I'm I consider myself in a lot of ways like I'm a. I'm an announcer. Like, like you watch basketball and this dude's commentating on basketball. I'm that guy. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking down the play so that you see the mechanics behind what's going on. Okay. But a lot of folks don't even seem to want to look at the mechanics. And here's the thing, not even just the mechanics. I'm provocative because I'll put out a hot tweet every now and then, but I'm putting out a hot tweet because I'm like, yo, think about this. Yeah. Let me ask this question. And in asking this question, you ask yourself this question and think about if this makes sense to you. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of folks are like, they rock with it because like when you're thinking critically, they get it. And a lot of folks like it because I've got the wheels turning, they don't like it. And I've, I've literally grinded their gears. Now they about to come in blazing and I'm the worst thing. Like, yo, you got the Matumbo block? I'm right there with you. Like swatting <laughs> that shit out of there, fam. I'm like, I right there, bro. I'm right there with you. I ain't got no time for it. Cause like, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. It's crazy out here. Um, let me get into some super chats and we're gonna dive yeah. right back into this. Um Chris Black, he said, I remember no, no, no. True offense. He said, uh, why black people asking for Trump's response to virus when Dr. Sebi Ben gave us the plan? Woo! Uh-huh. Um, Chris Black fought out super chat. He said, uh, is Stephan in South Florida? Broward County is ninety percent Democrat. Uh, my family is down there, and they have real beef with me now. You in South well, Florida? So I, yeah, I am in South Florida, um, Broward County. But here's the wild thing. I didn't even tweet this. Um, I didn't even talk about it. But I'm driving around South Florida. I might have been in Miami abroad. I can't remember exactly where I was. But I saw three Trump signs, yard signs, flags on the wall, in under like a 26 minute span. I sent, I, sent it, I sent it to my group chat, like, yo, like the first one I saw, like I just, I just saw it and I didn't grab a picture of it because I'm like, all right, somebody, they, they rocking with Trump. But as I, as I start seeing more, I'm like, I start taking pictures and I'm like, yo, this is, this is quite interesting for South Florida being a democratic stronghold, you know what I'm saying? I ain't seen support like this for no candidate ever. I, and like, it's, it's, it's the Miami Hispanics pushing it heavy. Like, I mean, you got a lot of black folks rock with them, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, like the support in South Florida is very real, visibly real, way visible, way more visibly real than any support for Biden. I haven't really seen any Biden flags, honestly. Mm. I saw more, I saw more Bloomberg marketing back a couple months back than I saw anything for Biden, honestly. Okay. Uh, true offense, Father Super J, he said, Trump woke a lot of people up and our people just want to go back to sleep, sad in my Trump voice. You know, the thing with me, what Trump was? was his war on the media. That was the thing that said, okay, now I don't vote. I'm not a Trump supporter. I've never sent a single donation and I've never purchased a MAGA hat. Uh, I was uh, at a TPUSA event that I was banned from. I was in somebody's hotel room and I put their hat on and took a picture. Uh, But I do not own anything from Trump and I'm not a Trump supporter. But when he took aim at the media, I was like, yo, God damn, it's about time somebody said it. Mm-hmm. Hey, God. man, look, I'm going to tell you what it is. <clears throat> See, we got to say we're not Trump supporters because walking around saying you're a Trump supporter is like, is like walking around saying, I'm a capitalist. Like, yeah. it, there, it's, just, it's just not a good thing, right? Right. But 
And like you said, we haven't voted for Trump. I never voted for Trump. I'm not voting for Trump. I'm not voting for anybody. A lot of folks probably be mad about that. I'm not, I don't really engage in the, I, I observe and I commentate on it, but I'm not really trying to participate in that system like that. Right. Um, so that's the first thing. But the same way that you like how he was, you know what I'm saying, flaming the media, like, I like that. I like that he flames the media. I like that he's unorthodox. I like that he trolls and, and provokes. Um, I appreciate, because I see a lot of that just within myself, to be honest, you know what I'm saying? Now, are we the same? Obviously, we're not the same. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a black dreadlocks from Jamaica. He's a, you know what I'm saying? He's a white dude from, the white billionaire from New York. We couldn't, we couldn't really be that much further, you know what I'm saying? But I relate to outsiders, natural outsiders who shake shit up and like, and I mean, I mean, we're in tech, you know what I'm saying? The number one term is disruption. Like who else disrupted shit like this dude did, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that, you know yes. what I'm saying? Like, do I, do I hate the dude? And here's the thing. I actually, I, I wish that he would not say a lot of the shit that he says, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but, but even then, I can't even, say, I can't even say that I wish he didn't because whether he says it or not is really inconsequential because I'm like, like no, no matter who wins and what I like. I'm just keep on I'm, pushing. I'll, I'll be perfectly fine. You know what I'm saying? But like, but he, he, he could do a lot better with how he gets certain messaging and whatever across, you know what I'm saying? But either way, whatever, because I don't, I sincerely do not think he's a racist. Okay. Is he an asshole? Oh, definitely. Right. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And I'd say he's more classist than racist, but like, I, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's some Nazi who hates Negroes. I just, I don't, I don't, I just don't believe that in my heart of hearts. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's my take on the whole thing. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Michael, uh, 499 Super Chat, he said, uh, got, a file, got a file, a class action lawsuit against the mainstream media for the side of fake news. Real talk. Um, so people ask, they say, um, the, the MAGA slogan doesn't make any sense because it says, make America great again, which insinuates that America was great. So then, the, so then the question becomes, when was America great? And my response to that is, goddamn 90s. And, yeah. and, and I'm not saying that as far as all of America is concerned. I'm saying that as far as black America. Because yeah, that was, was yeah, that was the last time we were conscious. Remember when hip, yeah. hip hop was hotep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the way I think about it is, I mean, that really was the last bastion of it. Because the way I look at it is, we, were, we, we could be the full spectrum. You feel me? Like, we were allowed to be gangster and whatever, whatever. But the gangster niggas also had a respect for the conscious cats, and they were cats who was when they dancing and like, like they're like you could. That was when you could be you, and you could win being you. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, like I mean, bro, like you had that was when that was the apex of black creativity. I mean, black media. I mean, like black ownership. Like, bro, like that was that was the era. So I mean. I would say that was definitely one of the glimpses of it. And here's the thing. I think that America has had periods of greatness, most mm. definitely. Um, has, it, has, it been, has, it been, has there been dark moments? Of course, like slavery, terrible. Like, I mean, Japanese internments. And I mean, like, bro, there's a whole, the CIA, like, bro, there's an entire record of wild shit. You know what I'm saying? But I want somebody to point me to a nation that has a spotless history there isn't one there there just isn't you know what i'm saying like right. there there just isn't so like yeah like and here's the thing i love america because i was able to i'm able to do i'm able to be me and make money from being me and build a life from being me and, and i can bring my ideas to fruition 
And whether I fail or succeed or not is on me. You know what I'm saying? Now, is it a perfect existence and system and whatever? No, it's, it's never going to be perfect. That's why I tell folks, I need to watch Animal Planet. You need to watch animal documentaries so you can really see how life is at its base level. And you know what I'm saying? Because like, yo, we live in civilized times. We're, on, we're using advanced technology, but in a very real way, we are animals in this concrete digital jungle. You know what I'm saying? So mm. how are you going to navigate throughout whatever we're going through right now? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, yeah. Man. Something that really resonated with me, you said in the 90s, we were allowed to be ourselves, right? Mm. And, and it was the gangster cats have respect for the conscious community and vice versa. I went on the Clubhouse app and uh, my name obviously is Hotep Jesus on there. And um, I went in a room full of black folks and uh, they invited me into the stage like as soon as I popped in. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, we got a Hotep in the room. Hotep, what's up? Where are you from? And I'm like, Jersey. And then they were like, what kind of Hotep are you? Dr. Sebi, Layla Africa. And I was completely silent. I'm 40 years old. I, you know, these kids are probably like 20 something, 30 something. And, and I was taken back. I'm like, Yo, they real life trying to bully me right now. <laughs> wow. They real life trying to bully me. And I thought it was sad because yeah. the people that they were naming, I didn't find a joke about that. I didn't, yeah. I didn't it, like, it's not funny. Layla Africa lost his life. Um, Dr. Sebi lost his life. And then they were yeah. like, oh, are you a Dr. Umar type? And, you know, it's like, I know Umar has his shortcomings, but there's a lot of things he gets right, too. You know, but I'm not like none of them do. (laughs) Bro, here's the problem. First of all, one of the major problems is that as black people, especially black people in America, we suffer from a messiah complex. You know what I'm Mm. saying? We always need a leader and a speaker to be in the forefront to lead us to the promised land. You know what I'm saying? But the catch 22 with that is is no leader will ever be good enough you'll never be you'll never be good enough because you have to be perfect you have to be spotless but then if you are spotless you're too damn good and we can't rock with that you know what i'm saying so there is no winning you feel me so whether it be sebi um like bro sebi was telling folks man eat vegetables eat live food you know what i'm saying and Folks are like, nigga, I ain't trying to hear that. What? <laughs> like, that's that's nuts to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like these folks who are kicking real stuff to actually benefit people are getting the negative. You know what I'm saying? So I think that man, it's like, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's it's very sad, especially that that when I gotta commend you for taking the word hotep, and I'm glad you are the kind, you are the person, you are the kind of person to take that name because that could have easily been taken and rebranded and pushed in a very horrible way, you know what I'm saying? But like, that's a very powerful word that has a lot of power attached to it and always will, you know what I'm saying, for millions of years. So the fact that, the fact that our folks can take that and use that negatively or that they would even look at cats like Layla Africa or Umar or whatever, and I hear, and Umar does have his shortcomings. Yes. He definitely does. I don't align with anything and all that, but I can take the good and leave the bad and not attack the bad while I'm leaving it. You know what I'm saying? And we haven't, we have, we, we got to the, we're, we're to the point where I, I gotta, I gotta chip away at you and discredit you and, 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 and fuck with you. Cause it's like that crab in a barrel. Shit. Like, you, like you can't be too, you can't be too above me. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, bro, that, that honestly is sad. And 
I hope that eventually you can reach. I mean, I, I know I know that we actually reach a lot of young, a lot of young black people. You know what I'm saying? Who, who rock with the vision? Um, but I feel like a lot of the folks. And here's the thing: a lot of black, a lot of young black people in real life, just in our daily interactions, rock with us and vibe with what we're saying and, and fuck with us, and, and they get who we are. Right. But what we know is that people who use the internet and use use these platforms tend to be left leaning. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So so we we really although shit like that sucks. We really can't even give it too much credence because, like, I gotta, I gotta understand the, the control group. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That I'm dealing with. You know what I'm saying? So things are gonna be kind of weird if you're dealing with certain folks in a certain environment because they just don't get it. And like, we grew up on the internet. Like, I know we did because I mean, like, we're nice with the social media shit, and you can, you can, you can damn near only be this nice if you grew up on that shit. Right. But at the same time, I feel like we grew up at a crossroads where there was real life like i'm like i'm i'm on, i'm on black planet and i'm on whatever fucking it up but i'm still riding my bike and playing basketball and getting scratched up and shit you know what i'm saying like i'm doing that as well and we have a generation now where they weren't really on the bike and scratched up niggas was on this all day this is who they are and like they grew up hearing these bullshit narratives which is why you got you had a 17 year old chick on Twitter, giving grown ass black women love advice. Like this chick is sixteen, <laughs> parroting a bunch of bullshit she heard y'all say. And you know what I'm saying, like, none of this is good for anybody. You know what I'm saying? But like, like this child grew up listening to y'all bullshit and is now regurgitating it. And all y'all been fooled and finessed, not knowing that you created this monster. You know what I'm saying? But that's a whole other. Oh man, that's so real. These niggas ain't ever been outside before. Niggas um, ain't been off the porch, bro. Niggas is on the Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. And um, I like that you brought up Black Planet. I like that you brought up um, MySpace because when Black Planet was popping, I was on there building websites. I did my man's website. I had a, a website um, which was dedicated to just hot chicks. It was called Too Hot for BP. Mm-hmm. And um, at the time, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was doing native, native, native advertising. I was like, I thought to myself, I was like, how do I grow my following on this platform? So I built Too Hot for BP, and I was mm-hmm. featuring real girls, not like fakes. And then I was making these ads to me and my friends' pages on yeah. the page, and it got really popular. In MySpace, we moved to MySpace. Same thing. So you're right. Like we had that early experience on the internet, which which carried over. You know, I, I never really thought about that. You know what yeah. killed me though. With the mind control, I remember when I went to a family member and I was speaking to them about their diet, and um, I got turned on to Dr. Sebi through the uh, Left Eye documentary, the one about her life and death. And uh, she said that she contracted some sort of uh, uh, STD, and she said she went to this guy named Dr. Sebi. So I was like, who the fuck is a Dr. Sebi? So I typed it in Google, and it happened to be some, uh, some lectures on YouTube. So I dove right in, head first. And then I'm fact checking this nigga because I'm like, I don't know this dude from Acne, from Adam. So the things he was saying, I'm fact checking. I'm like, is this true? I'm like, oh, shit. Casein protein exactly good. For, oh, 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 damn. Like, this is real. So I took it. I, I immediately went back to like immediate family. And they were like, ah, oh, get out of here with that. Da, 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 da. Then four years later. These documentaries come out. Created by white people. And then Dr. Phil. And then the yep. same, them same family members was like. You was right. And I'm like, yo, I put you on it, Dr. Sebi. But because it was a black face, you didn't take it. But as soon as the white man told you this shit is real, then you took it. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know the white man's ice is colder? 
Come on, bro. <sighs> that shit. <laughs> that shit hurt me, my nigga. Mm-hmm. It 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 def- bro. It, it 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 definitely hurts and it's sad. But they not gonna they not gonna internalize that un- unless it comes from a white person. Even even a lot of the stuff that like that you talk about just observing in COVID. If Dr. Fauci ain't said, or another nigga who look like him ain't said, then I hear none of what you're talking about. Even though, like, I'd be like, like, I'll tweet something, and then Fauci be like, yeah, we should have done this, da 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 da. Excuse the sound, I got my, like my clock in here chiming off. Yeah, it's good. Um, but like, but like, yeah, like if you're if you're not kicking that type of whatever, then or, or you just you're just not a white person, then like they don't care about what. And bro, like, <laughs> it's probably very unique for you because you're kicking. You know what I'm saying a lot of, especially back in the, like a lot, a lot of black knowledge. You know what I'm saying and history. And if it didn't come out of a British museum or from some, you know what I'm saying, nigger rocking khakis or some bullshit, they're not hearing none of what you're saying and they're sad, but uh, it's the world we live in, man. And, and, and bro, like, like, I think we have a very unique existence that it's like, it's, but it's, it's necessary. You know what I'm saying? It's necessary. And it's a, it's a, we ain't got to get too dramatic, but it it is a cross to bear in a lot of ways because like, I think cats like us are cursed because the reason why we have anxiety is because it's almost like, damn, like I'm kicking that real shit and we kick that shit and a lot of folks hate it, but a lot of folks love it. And, and they genuinely- white. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fact, fact. But I mean, I, I get a lot of, I get a lot of, a lot of real shit from black folks too. Yeah. But, but like the, 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 the anxiety comes from, it's almost like, damn, like I can't help but keep it real. In a lot of ways, I would rather not. I would, I would totally love to be this fake ass. Yeah, man. Like, I, I wish I could. Fully, like fully packaged. Like, hey, so if you want to get traffic on, and here's SEO tips to like, I would, I would love to be that guy. Right. But I'm sorry, fam. It's too much fuckery out here, and, and I'm gonna give you that SEO game, and I got marketing tips out the ass, and like, I got all that for you. But you gonna get some of this real shit, cause I'm sorry, fam. It's just too much shit happening right now. Yeah, you're right. It is that curse because I wish I could be that dude that does that, right? I, I envy those people. I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. But you know, the way I'm built, this shit got to be said, my nigga, because if I don't <laughs> say it, y'all too pussy to say it. Yep. Yep. And even me, like, bro, like, I dumb a lot of it down, which is why I side note. Right. I dumb a lot of it down and I, I, I a lot of it's watered down and... I tweet a lot of sh- or type a lot of shit and delete it or just keep it in the drafts. But this is why I'm kind of building another platform where like folks who rock with me, they can, you know what I'm saying? Like one, get some emails of my real thoughts, raw, uncut, full long form. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that type of shit, like a lot more just real exclusive content because one, I don't want the anxiety of dealing with the negativity of, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, if you if you sign up for this, you're signed up because you want to hear my thoughts and you fuck with what I'm saying, and I can be comfortable sharing it with y'all because like you already you know you know how I'm rocking, and you're signing up because you want more of this real shit. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to sign up, stephangrant.co/slash enter like literally. The, made link, is in the, the link is in the yeah. description box below for ease. Y'all yeah. can go ahead and hit that link and sketch therapy. Shout out to my mod sketch therapy Hotep Dutch. He's been tweeting it throughout. Yeah, blue yeah. in. Yeah, like stephangrant.co slash enter rock on me because like i'm trying to i'm trying to get all slash email people, you know what i'm saying and like because it's like yeah it's 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 so it's so toxic it definitely gives me, gives me a lot of anxiety and keep it real with you I, i'm 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 tired of this is gonna sound super elitist but i'm tired of per, like throwing pearls among swine you know what i'm saying and like 
Twitter really is that. It's like I'm giving it away, I'm giving away a lot of my real thoughts and real ideas. I've made people so much money just giving away a free, a lot of free, and I'm and I'm grateful for that. But at the same time, it's like, man, like this platform is it even worth? It? Especially when like you can get banned for anything. Like you could put out a factual article and be one of the most tenured media publications and still have your shit shut down. Like. What what you like? What they gonna do to little old me? You know what I'm saying? Like I can't like nah. So like I, and I didn't I didn't gave them so much data, time built like nah, fam. Like I need to take that and build my own thing with it. You know what I'm saying? So if you wanna rock with me, stephangrand.co/slash enter. Yo, we are gonna be discussing real estate, politics. Oh yeah, we not marketing. done. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, man. So yeah, Sla- rock I think me. it's slash email. No, no so, well, so 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 like that so, like that, that's the first one. But oh. I just made I just made um dash enter like really for this. You okay. Know what I'm because like like my email like like that link is like just general. You want to learn about marketing, whatever, whatever. But this new one is like you know like you're you're signing up for this and you're part of this tribe and you're all like like all you're always talking about is just like you can only get access by joining this whole thing. You know what I got saying? you. Okay, so yeah. that's something separate. Um, something separate take a note yeah. of that sketch therapy. Uh, Stephen Grant Dacio. Uh, slash enter. Okay, great. I'm glad you noted that difference. Um, North Star Bright 499 Super Chat. Thank you. He says, shout out to the distinguished je- guest and to you, Hotep Jesus. I'm younger than you both and it's great to hear level-headed fellow black men talking facts. Shout out to the youth, man. We, you know, we do all this for y'all. You know, a lot of the stuff I say, I ain't trying to like give game to the old folks. The, the game is, I'm hoping the children is watching. I hope that the next generation is watching because that's really yep. who, who, who really needs this. Yep. Um, you know what killed me too was uh surrounding COVID. Uh we had Dr. Stella Emanuel. Mm. Uh you familiar with her? Not. So uh what they did, they called them uh Trump's doctors. And uh Breitbart covered this uh and uh I forget whether me to cave. I don't want to say it was Breitbart exclusively because it wasn't, but they were the main outlet there. And it was a bunch of doctors that came out and they were speaking about the drug. I don't want to say the name here because the AI is watching. Uh, but they're talking about their experiences using this drug to treat people who have uh, the so-called virus. Mm-hmm. And those people um, have been not, not I wouldn't say deplatformed. Stella Manuel got suspended. Uh, her mm-hmm. account wasn't deleted, but she was suspended for a few days. Uh, Vimeo removed their video, YouTube removed their video, and it seems like a complete control of information. And when people say, hey, you know, protect black women, listen to black women, I'm like, is Dr. Stella Emanuel's African woman not eligible to be included in that? No, 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 no. You, you listen to black women who fall in line with the fuck we tell them to say. <sighs> that's, 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 who, that's, those are the black women you listen to, you know what I'm saying? Period. If it's, a, if it's an independent thinking black woman, she's crazy. She's a pick me. She's a hotep. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't listen to her. Listen to these officially sanctioned and approved negresses. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, like, 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 like that's, that's, what, that's what it really is. You know what I'm saying? For real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to be, you know, approved and, and, and whatnot. All right, so let's, let's shift gears. Let's talk, let's talk business because this is the enriching part of the podcast. Um, and we I want- low key, and I I don't even want to cut, but my wifey's birthday is tomorrow. Okay. 
I got to make sure I, I, I do a couple of things for her before we wrap, you know what I'm saying, before the night's over. But let's get into the business. I want to discuss that as well. So we, you want to just wrap this up in about 15 minutes? Yeah, that's cool, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's lock this Actually, out. You said what? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. All right, let's do it real fast. So real estate, uh, top five, top three tips you can give people how to get into real estate, what type of real estate they should get into? Man, um, first thing I would say is if possible, especially for the young, for the young people, young women, young men, stack your bread and you should be thinking about getting a multifamily property. Um, even if, if you can only get a single family, you're young. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, live in one room, rent out the others, live for free, stack your bread. You can use the FHA loan, put 3.5% down. You can, you can, like your credit doesn't even have to be great. You can make money that way. Um, but I, I would, I, I would ideally try to get, a a, tr a triplex or a quadplex if possible. And what you really want to do is like, you want to kind of go down. So you get a quadplex that's four units, then get a three unit for your, for your next. So I live in, live in one property for a year and the next year, three unit next year, duplex. And the last, the last house you get is your single family. Cause at that point you've got a bunch of units, a bunch of cash flow, And now you can actually buy your like dream crib, live in it and not have to worry about a bunch of bills. because you got cash fund property. So I would definitely recommend so, that. So, so hold on. My question is I used to be in mortgages and mm -hmm. you know, I understand laws are different in different States, but back when I sold mortgages, they wouldn't even let you go straight to, you had your, you, you had to first purchase a single family home where they wouldn't give you a mortgage or a loan to purchase a multifamily. Well, now the game is different. Now you can start the game with a multifamily and it's a blessing. Yeah, man. Okay. Nice. Yeah, and, All right. Yeah, and that process, they call it house hacking. Um, but that's really what it is, man. Like what you want to do, one of the, first of all, real estate is the number one wealth generator in history. Um, so, I mean, like, that's the first thing, but you want to make sure that you own a property because you can get money, not just from cash flow, but also from equity. And the number one goal really with real estate with anything in general is financial freedom and being able to live your life. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, you, you can't leave a Twitter account behind, but you can leave a crib behind, you can leave some properties behind, you know what I'm saying? So that's what it's about, man. Um, as far as marketing is concerned, uh, mm -hmm. I guess the question is, uh, how can people generate some immediate cash flow? You got a lot of kids out here that, you know, work in some jobs and they want to know how can I immediately get some cash flow? You know, what can they do to start marketing to get some, some, some cash flow, some money in their pocket? Damn. Um, see, the thing about it is, man, like everybody wants a get rich quick type of thing. You know what I'm saying? And like, bro, if you want to, uh, if you want to get some quick marketing money, man, you need to go holla at Cutco, sell some knives. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, <laughs> for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, I think a lot of the way that we even make money is like, like we've been able to build social presences and, and build brands and monetize those brands. And I think the most important thing is you've got to build a brand, whether it be your personal brand or your business's brand, you know what I'm saying? And once you build a brand and you've got that KLT, people know, like, and trust you, then they'll, then you can sell to them. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I've been able to like, bro, like I've got, I've got design clients. I got a real estate client just got pre-approved today, but I haven't done real estate marketing like manual marketing and forever. And I just got deals coming in, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, you got to build that brand build that marketing funnel, that system. And that's how you get money coming in. But thinking you're going to do it tomorrow. Cause you didn't saw a YouTube pre-roll ad in some dude in front of a Lambo or whatever. Like, no, that's not going to happen for you. My G like relax. You got a young, like, like, like you need, you need long-term coaching and consulting and you need to holler at folks like myself. Oh my God, Brian, my guy Ali, and like get the real game, bro. Cause like, it's, like this, this isn't some overnight get rich quick. Like, like you gotta, you gotta experiment for five, 10 years.
to be overnight success to figure out what buttons to press to figure out what works. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. But, so what kind of services can people hire you for when they come to you? You know, what exactly is it they can get from you? Man, I do business consulting, uh, marketing consulting, brand building. We do logo design, website design, flyers, graphics from everything from movie posters to brochures. To, we do all that. Um, I like the polymath designs. Yeah, yeah. So like, oh, we, so you can be, so this this shirt right here is actually a very simple design. It's just the price just went up. Um, but we, like, we have like actual designs. I'm actually about to come up with a new series. I'm saying next couple of days. But like, so clothing. If you got some shirts you need made, we do that. We can print them, ship them, the whole nine. So like full, like yo, Jamaican, yo, mad jobs, mad services. Yeah, we got full source, full service. <laughs> Must have yeah. tree job. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to let you go ahead, get out of here. I'm going to close out the show. Happy birthday to the wifey. Um, great conversation. There's some quotables in here. I'm going to go snip some of those and send them out to the timeline so people can, can get uh, in tune. But thank you for coming through, man. Bro, look, man. There, uh, first of all, what I was going to say, just, just off of just me personally, we're going to need a part two. That's the first thing. Okay. I'm down. I'm fairly sure that the people who rock with us, you're following in my part, they're going to want a part two anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. But look, yo, brother, I appreciate you. This was a great conversation. I don't get to have comments like this very often, but it was refreshing. And this is the first Zoom call I've been on where I felt energized and not drained like a muffin. <laughs> 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 one, of, one of them, you know what I'm saying? So, Word yeah. up, word up. Yo, blessings on top of blessings, my brother. Go ahead, get out of here, take care of wife before she cuts you up. <laughs> Yo, much love to the Hotep Nation. If you want to rock on my new platform, it's called The Forum, stephangrand.co slash enter. Enter the forum, rock with us, man. It was all love, man. Peace. Hotep. Hotep. Y'all, that was Stephen Grant. Pioneer out here in these streets, man. Pioneer out here in these internet streets. You know what's funny is uh, I know a lot of uh, I know I know when somebody's a good person by certain actions. And um, uh, I was in Miami. I was staying at a, a hotel in Hollywood in Florida, which is not too far from Miami. And uh, it's just quieter. And uh, I think it was called the presidential. I'm boasting here I had the uh, ocean view suite. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he was like, yo, you down here in Florida. I'm gonna come check you. And dude pulled up on me, man. He pulled up at the hotel. You know, I came down barefoot in the lobby because I don't wear shoes. And we just sat there and we were just kicking it, man. And he had the fam in the car. And I'm like, damn, like, dude really took time out to come kick it with me for a few minutes, you know? And that's when I knew the love was genuine. When I hit Rogan, he was one of the few people that texted me and said, yo, I'm so happy for you. When the Fox News shit hit, he texted me. Said, I'm so happy for you. Been a very genuine person to me. I, 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 I genuinely think you guys should go follow him. Glue in stephangrant.co, stephangrant.co slash enter and get in tune with him. Um, he's he's uh, big into real estate. Um, I'm going to go ahead and talk to wifey tonight. We about to just go get, make that fourplex happen ASAP. You know, um, we need to make that happen. I need I need that cash flow. Uh, I think the the main thing that I'm going to do when I deal with it is I'm going to hire a property management company because I ain't dealing with tenants. I ain't dealing with problems and I don't care what the fee is. You know, I'll take a hit in cash flow uh, as long as it promise me, promises me peace of mind and they handle tenants getting tenants in and out. Um, 
but yeah, Stephen Grant, uh, great conversation. Um, you know, these conversations are, are therapeutic to me, especially when I get to talk to my fellow black men, they're very therapeutic because I get stuff off my chest. They get to get stuff off their chest and I feel less crazy. Um, but once again, this has been a sharp conversation with Hotep Jesus. We are on Apple. We are on Spotify. If you're listening on one of those platforms, please leave me a five-star review. Say some good things about me and um, subscribe and share it with friends. We have to get the message out there uh, and, um, and disseminate the information. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Brody McFarlane, Sketch Therapy, Hotep Dutch, Rada. I got to shout out Chad, even though he's here. I know he's, I'm going to go check out his interview. I think he's live right now. I'm going to go and try and um, hop in on that interview to send him a super chat to show him some support. Um, I appreciate y'all tuning in and showing love. And as always, I love y'all, man. Hotel.